Peace and blessings, family. It is your ratchet, righteous goddess herself, them chakras. Make sure you follow me over at uh, Instagram and Twitter at D-E-M-C-H-A-K-R-A-S. Make sure you follow me on Instagram for your motivational minute each and every weekday. Um, That's, again, D-E-M-C-H-A-K-R-A-S. Do I tell you guys to do anything else? (laughs) Make sure that you send your emails um, to chrbriana, that's C-H-R-B-R-I-A-N-A at gmail.com, just so we can talk. I'm trying to think of what else I tell you. I never like pre-record my intro just because I like it to be new, fresh, and funky, you know? Um, hey y'all, hey, hey y'all. If nobody's told you today, please let me be the first to say that I like you and I love you. And this is going to be the last episode of Dim Chakras for the year. And I had contemplated on doing an episode next week when it's really like the end of the year, but... I really need to gift myself a week to get my life together for <laughs> just a general like the new year yes is rolling around and this is the time where you you know want to get your life together but at the same token I'm just realizing how much I have coming up and just like partnerships with other people and things that I've signed on for and just things that I have going on in my life and all of the dates are just kind of rolling around you know to the new year So I need to get my life together. And I just wanted to talk to you guys just about like 2019 in general. I don't know how emotional this is going to be. I just know that I was really, really excited to get home and record for you guys. Um, I, I was at work at just, you know, thinking and reflecting on this year and everything that's gone on and just things that I've experienced and just overall shit and just how good 2019 has been to me and how thankful I am for this year and we talked last week about numerology and I had a whole like spiel planned right but I realized that a lot of the conversations that I have with you guys that are some of like the more greater conversations or the greater more like monologues from myself are just thoughts when I'm just sitting and I'm by myself and I can think And there has been so much that has happened this year, just like with me and every aspect of my life and things that I found out about myself and just overall experiences. So there may be some story times here. There may not. Um, just quick story times, but I am going to like, let y'all in my business, like really let y'all into my business. Because again, the one thing that I always want to be with you guys is open and honest and transparent. And I don't like keeping secrets. Um, certain things in your life you just truly you don't want to keep private but there are things that I feel like people can learn from and not necessarily you're trying to prevent them from doing the same thing it's just that if you can kind of shine a light on some things you know it, it can actually benefit other people um just overall like if I can think back and I just kind of want to do this in quarters to really kind of like you know map out the year Um, if I can honestly just think back to like January through March, that was the roughest time of the year. I had gotten out of a relationship on New Year's Eve. So New Year's Eve, um, I sat down with my son's father and I told him, I said, listen, you're not feeling this anymore. I'm not feeling this anymore. Um, we're not happy. Like I can clearly tell that you're not happy. I can clearly tell that I'm not happy. Um, we got into a really bad argument. I broke the oven door. I threw a mug, a ceramic mug at him and missed and hit the oven door. Um, he put a hole in the wall. It just, it was, it was bad. And our communication skills were not good. And I spent 
a good amount of New Year's Eve crying in the bathroom and I cried into the New Year. And I remember that being a moment where I thought to myself, like, you just cried into the new year. And these weren't happy tears. These weren't tears of relief. Your heart is breaking and you you don't feel good. Um, so I went January to February, um, to, I think two days before Valentine's Day or it, I'm sorry, it was actually Valentine's Day. My uncle had passed away. Um, my uncle Maurice um, died from uh, cardiac issues and I remember going to the, the hospital and I remember my entire immediate family being there and um, his wife who is my great great aunt my great great yeah my great great aunt um, my great great aunt Brenda I remember their immediate family the family you know that they built together because she isn't family you know they married and she married into our family but like the family that they've created and um, they were there as well and to watch that merging I'm sorry to watch that merging of um, a family and I remember us standing around his body um, and just singing and I remember how kind of like confused the hospital staff was but at the same time just how like astonished they were and how interested they were in the fact that we were so comfortable around death and how we had cried our tears and nobody had you know had this big like blowout nobody was screaming and hollering and hooping you know hooping how we were all really at peace and it was very unexpected his death was not something that we expected at all it was very unexpected it's just the way that we handled it we were around each other and we had support and I remember coming home and I came home to this sloth on my bed and um, a card that my son's father had bought me from my son and um, chocolate and I just remember understanding at that point that no matter what I still had support and no matter how lonely I felt because I truly felt so alone that I actually had family and I had people who had my back and I had people who no matter what happened to us still have my best interest at heart and who loved me and that was it was refreshing and it felt really really good um I remember going to his funeral and my family has this thing where we wear kente cloths and we were in a text thread this is when the the family uh, group chat started so there's two text threads there's one with like just the younger cousins that we don't really use too much and then there's one with like all like five generations of our family um more so four because the fifth generation or the first generation I'm sorry doesn't text because they're like old <laughs> Um, but I remember, like, I just remember that that's when the group chat started and we were trying to get like our kente cloths together. So we wear kente cloths, um, which is a representation of your family's lineage by generation. That's the representation for us, um, in your heritage and every generation has a different pattern. I remember like my son was born in 2016. So, um, the funerals that were in between that time didn't require a kente cloth because it wasn't somebody from those generations. It might've been somebody by marriage or whatever the case may be. I also um, remember that two members of, I think, generation like three or four didn't have kente cloths in their, um, in their colors. We call them colors, in their colors, and which is a pattern. Um, and I remember them. We actually have found a woman who constructs kente cloths, and we were just really excited and exchanging patterns and all this good jazz. It was really, really just exciting. Um, and I just, I remember, you know, during that time, how, how happy we were and... I have to call my Aunt Brenda because, y'all, when I talk about strength, 
her husband had died and she was so happy in the midst of being sad like she cried but she was so optimistic like he's not in pain anymore and he's not suffering and she kept referring to him as Maurice and Pastor B um Pastor E because she called him um his name was Ernest Maurice um she referred to him as Pastor E and she kept saying Pastor E like you know your, your suffering's over and she just she was just they're very religious very um Christian so they were you know praising God and she was just happy she wore all white to his funeral when we were in all black and um the generations that got together and formed this choir in like two days and it just was amazing to see the representation and my cousins got up there and they spoke so highly of my great great uncle who was um, one of the first African-American mathematicians in the state of Maryland and it just it, it just felt so so good to just be around my family and to just to watch that lineage and to watch how the older people catered to us young people on that day and how we gave back to them and catering to them and what they catered to us was wisdom and kind words and scripture and love and light and life and what we gave back to them on that day was making sure that they ate and making sure that they didn't need anything and holding them up and taking them to their cars or taking them home we just ensured that everybody was taken care of and I remember just feeling lost 30 days before that day 30 days before that day and how just that quick it was juxtaposed like listen this could be your life like the, the, the shit that you was feeling that could be you but look at you like I want you to like look at you and the entire time in my personal life, I was dealing with like this sister wife situation and we have a whole episode dedicated to that, which I believe is like episode 23. Um, I was I had a person living in my household who just wasn't of you know any really good intent and it, it did a lot and if you guys want to know more about that definitely listen to the episode I don't want to go into too much about that but that's over um, and I just remember like just during that time and in March I met a gentleman um, via the internet <laughs> and we you know started to kick it off and I had fell for him very quick and I I think that when it started it was more so me um trying to distract myself from the fact as though I had just broken up with my son's father and you know I wasn't really like feeling too good but at the same time you know token I was like feeling myself um and then Valentine's Day um before my uncle had passed like my uncle passed at probably like six o'clock in the afternoon earlier that day I had met um this, if you guys listen to Best Friends Talk and Shit, I refer to him as Veteran. I had met Veteran on that same day, and we, you know, started to talk. Um, so between, like, February and March, there was just, like, men just kind of, like, hopping. Not hopping, but, like, being in and out of my life. And that is what started um, dating for me and um, sexual exploration. And I know you like, bitch, you was just talking about your family and how much you love them and support them, and now you talk about dick. Um, but... Uh, so probably from about March to May, which again is the next quarter, um, that was just a matter of me just like hoeing. <laughs> um, I guess you could call it hoeing. It was, I, I just, I saw Dick. I liked it. I wanted it. Protected, of course. Um, but there was veteran and there was IT guy. And I think that's when DPW started to come into play. And that's when I had slept with OOTD for the first time. And I just use these names because they're the names that I refer to them. Um, best friends talking shit. Um, 
that's when Bear had come into play. And Bear was a big part of me understanding myself this year. Bear and IT guy were two totally different guys. And they both really helped me better understand my boundaries. I don't want to call them barriers. Um, that's I don't know why barriers came to my mind. Boundaries with men and people in general. Um, Bear, who I can call him by, I can call both of them by their name. Um, so Bear was Maurice, and I met Maurice on Tinder. Both guys came from Tinder, and I met Bear, um, like March, around March, like middle of March, and we hung out for the first time after I just I had a really shitty day, and um, I went to go stay at a hotel. Um, and I just, I needed a break. I needed a break from life. Like work had really like fucked me up that week. I just was having a really rough fucking time. And, um, I rented a hotel room and Bear and I had been talking previous to this, like FaceTiming each other, kicking it or whatever the case may be. Um, just kind of like over the phone and we would call each other every day because he got off of work around the time that I went to lunch. So we would, you know, talk at that time. And for a moment he felt like my husband. And I don't know if that sounds weird to anybody, but women, if y'all understand, maybe men, if y'all understand what I'm saying, he was very like sweet to me and very good to me and very protective of me. And it wasn't false at all like at all and the reason why we fell out I'll tell you guys is crazy um but again it helped me to understand boundaries so I had stayed at a hotel that night and I had been going through it and he called me and he was like what's up I'm like you know nothing he's like well what's wrong he's like because you know I can hear it in your voice that something's wrong and I'm just like I don't feel good um like mentally I'm just in a really bad place and he's like where you at and I'm like um I'm standing you know I gave him that hotel address and he was like all right I'm on my way and I was like, what? He's like, I'm on my way. So um, he came and he stayed with me and just kind of like held me and talked to me and listened to me. Like he, he more so talked to me to validate that he was hearing what I was saying. He didn't give me any advice that night. And he just kind of like hugged me and we, we kicked it. Like we had a really good time. And um, over time we started to spend time with each other and his daughter lived with him and he wasn't really comfortable with me going over there when his daughter was there. So um, probably like two more times after that, you know, he would rent a hotel room and I would pick the, you know, card key up like Saturday or something like that before, um, he got off when he was working overtime and then we would, you know, spend, spend the night together and then whatever the case may be. And then, um, I started going to his house and just kind of hanging out just overtime. But the disconnect came with us is because one, he's a cancer, a cancer man. And two, he's very, very spoiled because he's the baby. He's the youngest of all of his siblings. So there would be times where we would have just kind of like little tiffs. Um, about dumb shit like where we wanted to eat and things like that and he just was really really like spoiled like he wanted his way and he would never like demean me or talk you know bad to me or anything it just became a point where it was very annoying to me and I just would I would express that to him and he would say things like you know I hear you and things of that nature I have a really hard time of compromising and I I kind of don't want to uh, which I had to respect. Like, if if somebody comes to me like that fucking real, I just got to respect it. Like, I'm not looking for you to change. And if women before me was accepting it and I'm not going to be the woman to try to break this, you know, chain that you got going on with you, then I'm just not going to fucking do it. So I didn't. Um, So we stopped talking. Just after that, we just stopped talking. And um, he came to me about co-parenting. And he said that he wanted to have another child 
and he really wanted me to co-parent with him. We did not have to be in a relationship, but he, you know, really admired my intelligence and my beauty and my health and things of that nature. And he just really wanted to have a kid. And I just wasn't with it. So we fell off because of that. Again, very, very spoiled. Um, fast forward. Um, we stopped talking for a minute. Like I took his number out of my phone because it wasn't a blow up. Like it wasn't us going back and forth, arguing with each other. Like when we fell off, we just fell off because we really could not agree. Like we just couldn't. So, um, he texted me and I knew it was him because he used to just like refer to shit. Like when we finally got close, there was just a lot of like admiration about the fact it was always plus size. Like he loves plus, you know, big women. And he just would say things like, you know, like, is that body still right? And I knew it was him. And I just was like, um, I didn't respond. And then he was like, oh, okay. So I see how it is. And he just never hit me back up. So, um, I just realized like, there's certain things that I understand that men are not willing to compromise on. And for so long, I used to be the woman that be like, I'm going to break that. Like, he won't come up out of that. And this was the first time ever in my life where I was just like, I'm not doing this no more. Like, this year was just really a time of me telling myself what I was and wasn't going to put up with again. And each experience was something different. And I don't know where the fuck it came from. Um, where like the goal, the audacity <laughs> that came from me to say like, this was going to be the year that I just didn't do shit. And I never second guessed it. I never, you know, said that I was going to do something and then backed off of it. If I put my mind to it this year, I definitely did it. Um, I see guy whose name is Zamir, who I don't talk to anymore. was the, the total fucking opposite. So when Zamir and I started kicking it, Zamir was like macho, like macho. And it was his confidence that was something that I was just was like, I fuck with. And he was from Philly and he lived, you know, he lives in Baltimore and he works in IT. That's what I call him IT guy. Um, he has a kid and we just kicked it like his overall just confidence because I'm a Leo. He, I think he's an Aries. Like we're two fire signs. I just understood him. Like I got him. Like when he said shit, I was like, oh, you're right. Like I, you, like I knew, like I already knew what was up. So he came off with the same kind of energy that I came off with. Like, if it's something he wants, he going to get it. So we ended up meeting, hanging out. Again, he came from Tinder. So we ended up hanging out one night, and we ended up having sex. And he came in, like, 30 seconds. I lied to you not. Um, and I just was like, okay, I came all this way for nothing. <laughs> but we hung out after that for, like, a couple of hours um, and just kind of, you know, sat in his living room and talked and then we hung out a couple times after that and he like really redeemed himself because of course I gave him another shot and then it got to the point where I was going over there like every Sunday and just kind of like kicking it with him and spending time with him and like yeah it was a thing but over time it just became kind of like a demand like oh so I'm gonna see you or um he just was very pretentious and I know that at one point I had made this um Kiara's ringtone in my phone is this song by JR and uh, Trey Song's called Best Friend. Like, that's my best friend. I got two bitches twerking, screaming, that's my best friend. Um, and I had played it on Best Friends Talking Shit, and he followed us on the um, podcast page. And I remember him being like something, something, something along the lines of a threesome because he had never had a threesome. I was like, oh, well, that ain't gonna happen. I was like, mm. um, Kiara is not for it. Kiara and I don't do that type of shit together. We will never do that type of shit together. So, well, except for that one time. But, <laughs> um, we'll never do that type of shit together. Like, but even in the instance in which we did do the shit together, we didn't touch each other. So, whatever. Um, yeah. So, he just was very pretentious. Like, very like, what you mean? And I'm like, 
I mean, you could try to shoot your shot at her, but I've already put her D. Like, you're somebody I'm talking to. And although, like, girl code is a thing, we kind of don't abide by that. We kind of have, like, our own code of conduct. And we don't even have the same taste in men. So, that's not going to be. He's like, okay, we'll, we'll see. He shot a shot at Kiera. Kiera shot him down. And then he talked. Like, he just was real reckless out the mouth to her. To her and that I didn't like that. Um, So, I brought it up to him. And he wasn't coming down off that. So, you block, bitch. Like, it is what it is. Um, You know, you 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 just, you, you can't do that. Um, So, the boundaries that I had to set in that matter was just like, don't fucking disrespect me and protect your peace. Like, at any point, you feel somebody is kind of like coming in and trying to, you know, not even move your shit around, but trying to come in and delegate what the fuck you are, what the fuck you're not going to do, or try to make it seem like, you know, you're shallow because you don't want somebody shooting a shot at your friend. Like, my standards of men have also grown this year as well because although these men were handsome like some of them had some fuck nigga tendencies and I just was really fucking yuck you know um there was OOTD um (laughs) that's a recent heel like how much time y'all got um I just found out that he is less integral than I thought he was and I really don't want to spend too much time on that but there is so much shit that I found out about him in just recent months and recent days, really, um, where I'm just totally just, like, unattracted and just, like, how, you know, like, he really was one of those people that made me feel like I was special to him. Not like I was special. Like, I already know that I'm, like, a catch. I'm a good person. I'm, I'm good for you. But that's the Leo with me. <laughs> um, but I loved him. And I loved him as a man. Not my man, but a man. And if you've never loved a man for being a man, then you would not know what I mean by that. But there are men that sometimes you can see just need a little bit of love. And that's how I looked at him. And I looked at him as somebody who was about his shit. And um, he was more focused on the business than he was the pleasure in his life. And I had to remind him that no matter how hard you work, you still need to take a break with everything that you have going on. You need to take a break. And I just tried to love on him outside of him working. And I wanted to remind him to sleep and make sure that he ate. And when, you know, we saw each other making sure that he was good and taking care of him and rubbing his shoulders and fucking him good. Like, you know, men deserve really good orgasms. Um, that shit like I just I I did right by him and I thought that he did right by me and he did not and I have found out things that he has still lied about in recent times not even like shit that I've brought up to him recently but like shit that I found out that even after I asked him for the truth he lied about and that bothers me like that kind of puts you on my shit list like I can't fuck with you in the way that I used to fuck with you do I love you Mm, not really um not anymore not to the extent in which I did um, that was a healing process, y'all, because I was hurt. Like, I was really, really, really fucking hurt. And I think I was more so hurt because of, um, it's like a plethora of people who have been affected. And you just, you don't do bad shit to good people. Not intentionally. And it's been intentional. And, um, no matter whether or not a person was to question me on how I know, discernment is probably one of the greatest characteristics that could ever be gifted to you. And I thank creation for having the gift of discernment and knowing when somebody ain't who they are. And I had to apologize to myself for being so like, um, rose colored when it came to my iris, um, means like 
rose colored shades <laughs> um when it came down to him in the beginning because i didn't see it at first but any time that an eyebrow should have been raised it was raised and i feel like i was lied to in a lot of instances certain moments i do feel like he was honest but there are more times over the none where like you ain't got to falsify for me like i'm gonna I'm a love you no matter what the fuck you come with um just because that's who i am like i'm gonna love you in the midst of your shit while you get your shit together but it's just pieces of manure after manure after manure so um and he was actually from second quarter up until fourth quarter so um and then there was Dewan that i met and um i met him at a gas station and i fucked him the same night <laughs> judge your mama um but he was a good guy and we didn't talk too much after that but the night that i did spend with him was a really good night um, and he just taught me that one night stands are possible because I had never had a one night stand before this. Not like a one night stand where you just never talk to him again. Like I had one night stands where we would exchange numbers and keep in touch. I never started wanting. We follow each other on Instagram, but like we don't talk. Like we like each other's stuff every now and then, but that's about it. Um, guys, follow him. Um, because he's a rapper. Yeah, a rapper and a travel agent. Right. Um, O M I wanna say O M motivation, but I think it's O M M motivation. I'm typing it into my phone right now. It's O M as a man, so O M M as a man motivation or motive O M motivation underscore. So follow him, listen to his music. It's actually really good. Um I like it. So shout out to you, Dewan. Um that was quarter two into kind of quarter four. I kinda got a topic or task there. Um, my dad, like my family went through some stuff this year that I really don't want to talk about. Um, just cause I like to keep my family life private. Um, I started a podcast this year, them chakras, what's up? <laughs> um, I had always tried to find a platform for public speaking outside of public speaking events. And I'm really, really grateful to have found podcasting. And I gotta thank OOTD for that. Cause like had he not said anything i just would have never got into it and by now i'm pretty sure y'all know who i'm talking about but i'm just not the type of person like it's so much shit so i don't want to say listen y'all if y'all know y'all know i'm not hiding shit um i'm trying to think quarter three quarter three was june through august i turned 26 um i felt like i got a little bit more common sense through that time um june is kind of like a blur to me like, I don't remember what happened in June. I know July was really good. We went to Atlanta, Karen. I had our first best friend trip. We had a lot of fucking fun. I spent some, a decent amount of time in Atlanta this year. Um, I had fun. I had a lot of fun. Um, I drove a lot this year, y'all. Like, I flew a couple places, but I drove a lot this year. And if y'all know me, y'all know that, like, if it's longer than three hours, I'm, I need another driver. But, um just in general like driving in other states and shit like that i used to uber everywhere just because like i was only comfortable with driving in maryland but i really stepped out of my comfort zone in a lot of ways and drove like in every fucking state except for north carolina shout out to bro bj and dion him and his wife d right like really did so right by us like y'all get a tribe get a tribe that love you because we rode with them the entire time that we were in north carolina and bro now that i think about it like i never gave you gas money I'm a horrible fucking sister. I apologize. Um, I got you. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. This year has just had so much. Some things that I just truly want to keep personal. Um, meditation has been a huge thing for me this year. And I have gotten so much 
more ex- more experienced in like clearing out my mind, like actually clearing my mind and actually being able to meditate. I'm doing right by my body in general, like the way I've been eating and all that good jazz. Every now and then, you know, you got to indulge in a chicken box because you're from Baltimore and half and half. Um, and Macaritas, y'all go to Mac Speed Shop. I think that's what it's called in Charlotte, North Carolina and get you a Macarita. Like I drank a lot of tequila this year and I don't give a fuck. Like tequila is bae. Okay. Is life. If y'all would like to send me bottles of tequila, I'm not giving y'all my address. I just thought about that. Scratch that cash at me money for tequila. Cause I'm a drink it like, and I'm a t- shots with y'all like toast to y'all. Um, <laughs> uh, what else? Just work in general. I have taken several positions at work. Um, I went from doing audits full time to enforcement to dealing with establishing cases and working for child support. The uh, amount of advocacy that non-custodial parents just don't have. There's just been a lot, a lot that's gone on with work. We've had so many changes in management and positions and all that good jazz. So I really had to adapt to change, which I'm really not good with. And I've done a really, really good job with that this year. So kudos to me. Um, My crystals becoming just educated in what they do and what's going on with that. And getting my chakras in alignment, knowing my body. Y'all, can we say shout out to me? for better recognizing when I'm ovulating and also when my cycle is coming. Like last year I was pretty decent with it, but like this year I was so much more in tune with myself that like, I just knew, like I keep the tracker on my phone. Shout out to the life app. This is not sponsored, but ladies, if you need an app to track your period and ovulation, get you the life app. That shit fire. Like it's rarely ever wrong. Um, but like knowing my body and knowing like what's going on and knowing like my discharge and like that's TMI though right and just like my flow and symptoms and my face breaking out and just all like a shit like I knew like I knew um boundaries this year have been monumental like respect my boundaries or get the fuck on um I've said fuck you to a lot of people this year with just no problem I've been very violent this year not with like fighting people or nothing but when it came down to like protecting my peace like I was willing to go to war for it I was willing to go to war for my tribe I don't give a fuck like this was also a year of me not giving a fuck like if if it ain't gonna do right by me then it ain't gonna do right by me and I'm not gonna give it too much time the amount of time that I gave shit the amount of energy that I gave shit my my god okay my goddess who runs my life my means of creation listen like got me all the way the fuck together like god is listen what the fuck we not getting ready to do is this peasantry shit you not getting ready to keep giving your energy and time out to motherfuckers who don't know no fucking better like i'm sorry fuck them you right creation i hear you um so it was a lot of fuck use to a lot of people it took nothing at all at one point i had to stop talking to my grandmama at one point this year because again like respect my boundaries i did the same thing with my mama um I don't really talk to like my siblings like that except for my brother um but that nigga don't call you talking about boundaries um yeah like i don't give a fuck um and it it might sound bad but i really don't care because it's me or you and i just refuse like y'all not going <laughs> y'all just not gonna do it like i'm not i'm not doing it with y'all 
I'm not gonna fucking do it. Y'all not gonna do it. Um, coffee. I've drank a lot of coffee this year. Um, I like coffee. I started drinking tea. Shout out to Queen Poison, Tanisha, Brianna. I love you. Ma'am, if nobody has told you today, let me be the first to say that I like you and I love you and I like you, goddess. I thank you for just being you. Um, and all of your tea recommendations, my God, ma'am, I stand. Listen, um, I love that shit. Um, just the people that I've met this year as well. Family, if it's one thing that I can give to you um, that I ask that you consider doing next year is networking within whatever it is that you want to do. Fuck what it is that you're doing. Network within that too, but don't get too far in it to the point where you don't want to get out. Like if that's not where you want to be. I have networked with so many amazing people and companies this year. Shout out to Nicole Banks um, from A Pod Connection. Shout out to Dago BJ. Shout out to Dion uh, Marie. Shout out to Tanisha Brianna. Shout out to uh, CEO Hayes. Shout out to um, AJ, um, Miss Badass Jones. Shout out to AJ for what we're going to do pod. Shout out to Dad's Talking Shit. Shout out to Kiera J. Monet, although you are my baby. Um, shout out to uh, BJ Burton. Shout out to just anybody that I follow on Twitter is really where like a lot of this conversation has come from and being able to put a face to those people's name at a pod connection. Um, shout out to just any black owned business that I've dealt with this year. Pr- uh, Pretty Cooks out of DC. Um, serial Entrepreneur KT, Christina. Um, Conscious Kingdom, Monica, uh, Team Expo, Mike, um, the FFO, which is actually my grandparents' nonprofit organization, but just networking with them and just the volunteer work that I've done, just all of the volunteer work and all of the traveling and everything. Christian from Trapping Healthy, what's up, God? Like, call me. <laughs> um, but no, shout out to you. Um, shout out to you, God. Um, I cannot think of his name off the top of my head and that shit is going to bother me. He was the, um, artist that was at uh, Gerard. That's his name. Shout out to Gerard. Um, who's, who was the painter? Um, the artist that was at the Love, Lust and Badass Soul event in, in Atlanta. Shout out to y'all. Uh, or shout out to you, King. Um, he was just amazing. Um, my nose is stuffed up. I'm sorry, y'all. That's why I paused. Um, I'm trying to think. A shout out to C, Juice, and Jackson. And I got really, really loud just now. I apologize for that. But shout out to y'all. Because in some of my darkest fucking days this year. And when I say dark, I didn't have like a bunch of depressive days. I'm not talking about days where I had like a fucking attitude or I did not want to be bothered. Sex with Strangers, a grown folks podcast has made me laugh so fucking much this year and just getting to know them. Like I've only met Jackson in person and I love him. Jackson, shout out to you and all of the hard work that you're doing with one mic stand and sex with strangers and your photography, not Jack's productions and your videography. Like you are killing it. How the fuck could I forget before I go any further? Nick and AJ from erotic boudoir, ma'am. I love me some fucking you. I love your mom. I love y'all Brie from New York like so many good fucking people author R.S. Cole Rashida so many fucking is there anybody I'm forget- let me look through my fucking y'all I got contacts in my phone now but um I've only met Jackson in person amazing and everything that he's doing I've talked to Jahan also known as Juice I've talked to C on you know a couple of occasions but they are such magnificent people so genuine and fucking funny and I just I love I love them I love them shout out to Katana Anderson for all that you've done this year my god uh, my god sister and I call her my god sister my god as sister Celeste and everything that you've done this year um 
I'm just looking through like my my contacts. Shout out to the Dove Plug. So if you're not from Baltimore, and I'm pretty sure that everybody else has them, but um, he's a man who I think he be stealing it and then reselling it. Um, again, judge your motherfucking mother. Shout out to him because his number is in my phone. Shout out to Ebony, ma'am. You find as fuck from our ignorant thoughts. Call me. Um, but on top of that, thank you just for all of your support for coming out to the motivational minutes, y'all. Please hold. Sorry. I don't know what the fuck is going on with my like nasal passage, but I'm sick of it. Um, Ebony, I shout out to you goddess. Um, I'm trying to think Jay Denise, Jay Denise Cosmetics, shout out to you goddess just for being you and all the hard work that you're putting in. Shout out to Jara for trying to get me to work out this year. I did not commit to it. I'm really sorry. I worked out a lot this year, but just not as much as I should have. Shout out to let's see who else, who else, who else. Hmm. Penrose Eames, shout out to you, King, just for you being you and just how amazing you are. Shout out to Kay from Self Love XOXO. Um, shout out to Tammy and Troy from uh, Timeless Events Entertainment and just the amazing work that you know you've done with us here. Um, and just being amazing, just being overall fucking amazing. Shout out to um, SBT the brand. Also, I'm sorry, SB the brand. It might be SBT the brand. I'm sorry. Um, shout out to Takisha who does my hair. She does my crochet lock. So anytime that y'all see me like, oh my god, it's shit, it's her. Um, shout out to the city of Baltimore just for being y'all. We've had a really rough couple of weeks, and I really pray that we can get it together. Um, shout out to North Carolina. Shout out to Atlanta. Shout out to West Virginia. I'm trying to think of other places that I've been this year. Those are really the only places. Um, I'm going 110 different places in 2020. Um, just shout out to each and every project that I have going on at the moment. Shout out to each and every one of y'all. I want to thank y'all for just listening to me talk and just be who the fuck I am and just all the shit that I have going on and how I go on these side tangents because to be honest, I remember what we talked about at the beginning of this episode, but like now we here. Um just shout out to each and every motherfucking person who has just helped me and has accepted me <laughs> and loved me in the midst of me being me because I'm different and I know I'm different and I know I'm a different kind of different and I know that you probably like this bitch like when you turned on fucking your apple podcast you wasn't expecting this but this is what you got and y'all love me for it we have reached so many milestones this year we've exceeded all of our milestones. When I tell y'all, the only milestones that I had set was for 500 listens for Dim Chakras, 500 listens for Best Friends Talking Shit, a thousand family members on Instagram, and we have exceeded all of them tenfold. We're coming up on 750 listens for um, Dim Chakras that I know of, that I know of, that have been calculated and reported back to me. We're coming up on almost 600 um, plays for, did I say episodes? Let me rephrase it. 750 listens. I don't know if I said episodes or listens, and I'm not going to edit that shit out. Um, 750 listens for them chakras. Um, coming up on almost 600 listens for Best Friends Talking Shit. And over 1,500. Let me say. Let me see. Is it 1,500? I think we might be coming up on 1,500 family members on Instagram. Oh, did we reach it? We're coming up on 15, 1,500 family members on Instagram. And I, I thoroughly appreciate each and every one of y'all. There's been so much confirmation over this year. There has been so many resolutions that I have reached. There's so much that I found out about myself. There has just been so many confirming moments. And I am just thankful. I am thankful that this was the year that I found my footing. This year has just been good to me. This year has just been a, a means of me getting myself together. And I think that in 2018, I was just such a passive individual. And I was just letting so much shit affect me. And there were things that I was not taking, um, 
accountability for it. And I was not taking the responsibility and being responsible in my response. And it was just so fucking much that was going on and how I didn't accept that life was equating to so many different things and how I was setting myself up for failure. And I am just so fucking thankful for growth and for forgiveness and for forgiving myself and just being in a place where I'm just like god damn woman look at where the fuck you are watching how I talk to myself watching how I refer to others doing right by myself so that I could do right by other people being selfish with me in order to be selfless loving my child as a better mother and being more protective of my peace and what I believe and shout out to my son's father for being the most amazing fucking co-parent that he could ever be yo I love me some you guys and I appreciate you for just being there for our child and loving him in the way that you do. Shout out to Sharon Winnette Bell. Shout out to Jared Rodell Kirsten for just raising me and being y'all. Shout out to Christopher Brian Spears for being the brother that I always needed and being my protector and my provider and coming to see us this year and hugging me and loving me in the embrace that you gave me. I just want to thank my family, like those members. Shout out to Justine Michelle Soul just for loving me in the way that you do and being my protector and being the goddess and being my backbone when I don't have one. Shout out to Kiara Monet Johnson for loving me in the way that you do shout out to BJ shout out to Dion shout out to T y'all already know why I love y'all as much as I love y'all y'all I got tears streaming down my motherfucking face because I am thankful and I am grateful that I even had the moment to have moments this year and I gave myself those moments to process what the fuck I was going through and I told people when I was having a moment and y'all don't understand to be somebody who was on mental medication psychotic drugs four years ago and not to have had a depression not to have a moment not to to sit in hell for those means I have not had to go back for a screening okay like my screening I didn't show up for my screening I didn't schedule a screening this year like y'all don't know like if y'all ain't never been there and ain't never been here like I, I remember and shout out to goddess Maureen for telling me that what I want is on the other side of fear and y'all that's where I'm standing at. Like I'm on the other side of fear and I have seen it and I can see it now as my eyes are closed. I can literally see the dark line. It's a black line and I can see it's white on the side that I'm standing on. And it's such a vibrant, genuine, authentic light and it's natural. And I can smell my senses are so high right now. I smell freshness. I smell clean air and I'm looking at the polluted place that I was. I'm looking at all of my issues. I'm looking at them try to grab me and they can't get to me through the barrier and the boundary that I have set for me because motherfucker, I did it. Okay, I did it. I did it. I have a tribe that surrounds me. I got rid of the toxic and problematic people. I tell people no. Shout out to Stephanie from I Said No Pud. I have had the means of my life this year to tell people no. Fuck you. I'm moving the fuck on. I'm not dealing with it no more. I have been able to walk away from people. I've had people walk away from me and not request closure. I have been way more than I ever thought that I would be this year. The woman that I wanted so bad to be, I have become and look at me. <laughs> look at me look at me look at me look at me look at you I want you to sit and I want you to look at you and I want you to look at the place that you were in quarter one 
okay? I want you to look at this as a football game, okay? I want you to look at how defensive you were and how offensive you were, offensive you were to yourself. How many times that your fucking guard was down and how many times you was wide open and you didn't receive nothing that was there for you. I want you to look at how many times you had your tail back and how many times it took for you to refer to your coach. How many times you wanted to take a timeout and there was no time left on the clock. How many times you looked at yourself and you thought that you were scoring, baby, and you fumbled like a motherfucker. How many interceptions came through your life and you still kept pushing? How when you were at that second half and you knew that halftime was coming up, baby, how you did right by halftime and you got back to your playbook and you did better. I want you to thank you. I want you to thank yourself for every time that you could have cried and you decided to smile through it. I want to thank you for every time that I wanted to cry and you helped me smile through it. I want to thank you for every time you said it there and told yourself that you couldn't and then realized that you could. I want to let you know that I saw you every time you told yourself you couldn't, but you still did. I want to thank you and I want to tell you that I admire you and I see you for every time that you thought that you couldn't, every time that you told yourself that you could, and then you second guessed yourself and didn't, and then all of a sudden you did. I want to thank you and I want to admire you and I want to let you know that I saw you for every time that you posted something that was on some bullshit and you took it down. I want to thank each and every person who sat up here and just did right by me and loved me even in the midst of them not knowing that they were loving me because I needed that love. I want to send a huge shout out to Miss Ajna Issa Ra from the Healing Place Dynasty. Thank you goddess for just being you and for loving me in the way that you do even in the midst of loving yourself you still do right by us and how many times you have sacrificed. I want to thank so many individuals and I truly don't have all of the time because we would be here all night but I want to say thank you to you for getting you together even in the slightest because you are working towards so much more. I want to let you know that I admire you. I want to let you know that I love you. I want to let you know that you have done right by you. I want to let you know that you don't have to apologize. I want to let you know that you don't need closure. I want to let you know that although 2020 is coming up, you have many more years to go. So don't let it be a resolution and then you get tired. I want it to be something that you resolve and you keep going with the boundary that you have set for yourself and the change that you have put in place. I want you to get into a means of cohabitating with people who are like you. I want you to take a seat at the table in the seat that you deserve and eat off the plates of the nourishment that is meant for you. I want you to do right by you. I want you to care for yourself more in your self-care routine. I want you to tell people no more often. I want you to take that job position because you want that job position. I want that discernment that gut feeling I want you to know I want you to understand that all seven chakras are meant to be in alignment because you deserve alignment in your life I want you to understand that you can be like a butterfly anytime that you find that there's no balance in your life I want you to move I want you to find balance in just the overall being that you are if somebody ain't doing right by you you no longer have to do right by them because you do not deserve that I want to thank Deja for my job my secret Santa for the amazing gifts that you gave me y'all I am so super excited to just go into this new year just feeling a bit different I am going to sit with my candles with my crystals with myself and I'm going to get me back together I am very much together but I gotta get myself back into alignment I gotta hang up all these clothes I got shit that I gotta do you know like just it's just my life in general and as I sit and I reflect and I think about everything that has happened this year nothing has happened beyond reason there has been a reason for each and everything and I'm so thankful that it did to the year 2019 I want to say thank you to the year 2019 I want to say thank you to the year 2019 I want to say thank you to the year 2019 I want to say thank you to the year 2019 I want to say thank you family say it with me to the year 2019 I want to say thank you because this is the year that I found my footing family if nobody has told you today let me be the first to say that I like you and I love you and I will see y'all next year